Oh, I, oh, I start. It's up to you. Do you want to start? I'll start. I'll start. Welcome to One More Thing with Jay and Robert. I'm Jay. And I'm Robert. One More Thing is a podcast that examines and celebrates pop culture through an LGBTQ plus lens. Welcome back to One More Thing with Jay and Robert. Today we are going to be talking about our favorite TV show. It's a TV show that I, I'm obsessed with. Uh, I've seen all the versions of it and then got Jay hooked on it. And we're so lucky today to have not one, not two, but, but three, three contestants from it. Drumroll, please. It's The Circle on Netflix. We're talking about the U.S. version. And we have three special guests from season three. We have Daniel, Matt, and Sophia, who you may know as Isabella and Ashley. But welcome to the podcast. We like to start off every episode that we have with guests by introducing ourselves with your name, your pronouns, and however you identify, whatever that means to you. My name is Sophia. I am she, her pronouns, and I am a lesbian. Uh, I'll go. I'm Daniel. Uh, I use he, him, his, and I'm gay as well. Join the club. Let's go. I am Matt. I use he, him, and I am gay as sin. (laughs) Gay as sin. We have a lot to talk about. We're just going to dive right into it. And I want to start off with where each of your journeys to the show kind of started. And I'm sure that you've talked about this millions of times, but inquiring minds would like to know. (laughs) So, Sophia, if you don't mind uh, telling us how you got involved with The Circle. Yeah, absolutely. So I love reality TV. I was like a huge Survivor fan. And then when The Circle came out, I think like season one was such a smash because it was right in the beginning of quarantine. They're quarantining. It's like, what are the odds? And so when it came out, I binged it with my girlfriend and we were obsessed. And then a couple weeks later, I actually had a friend that I went to high school with post her audition tape on this like theater from high school Facebook page we have. And um, she was like, just posted my audition for the circle and I was like bitch I want audition for the circle literally sat down in my floor did not like I did not take it seriously at all like I sat in my floor didn't even brush my hair did like was wearing like the ugliest t-shirt that I possibly could have imagined put my phone against the wall actually I used Savannah's phone because I didn't have storage and then recorded my audition tape and hit send and was so embarrassed that I immediately deleted it like deleted the audition tape off my phone then and there so I don't even have (laughs) proof of it And then I got a call like the next day. Oh my gosh. We're... It was crazy. And I declined it because I thought it was my credit card company. <laughs> <laughs> Sophia also forgets to mention that she sent in a three minute video when you're only <laughs> to send in 60 seconds. She sent in a three minute video of herself. I put, I did 59 seconds. I was like, that was close. She said two acts and intermission. <laughs> <laughs> I did not care. Like, I was literally, I was not taking it seriously at all. Like, it was the most unserious audition I've ever done in my life. There, yeah. And then I declined to call because that was my credit card company. They called again, thank God. And I answered. And now we're here. (laughs) So they called the next day? Yeah, it was crazy. That's crazy. crazy. It was was either the next day or the day after the next day. But it definitely was way too soon. And that's why I didn't think it was even possible that it was them. Plus, I was like, you're calling to get my money in a pandemic? How rude. (laughs) 
I declined. But yeah, it, it was insane. I love that they were like, they saw your mini movie and they were like, we need her right now. It's <laughs> the movie for me. Did Matt and, and Daniel, did you have similar experiences to that? Uh, Matt, yours is more a little bit more unique, so I can say yours. Yeah, um, I didn't record an audition tape. Uh, some um, One of the casting producers had, had messaged me on Instagram, my DMs, and um, she said, hey, I'm casting for a reality show that I think you'd be really good for. Um, do you have time next week to to go on Zoom and we'll just talk about it. So they set up a call with me and a week later, again, like Sophia, I didn't take it seriously because I didn't know what reality show was for. I'm like, this is for some like college project. Um, let, let me, let me, I have nothing else going on aside from my dog right now and whatever whatever guy I'm trying to text at the time. So I was <laughs> with it. Um, but yeah, it, when she said it was for the circle, I was like, why, why am I wearing what I'm wearing? Like, my <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it worked in my favor to 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 just be in my element, you know, and just be relaxed. Do you know how they how found you on Instagram? Like, I don't know, just hashtags uh, or something. I don't really use hashtags, but maybe like I'm honestly what I'm assuming it was this cute blonde from LA. So what I'm thinking is. She's probably best friends with a gay. The gay <laughs> and me are probably Instagram friends because everyone's Instagram friends with their gays. So that the rainbow unity just worked out in my favor. <laughs> I'm done. I can't. <laughs> it's the gay for me. <laughs> Netflix loves the gays. They loves really them. do. They really do. When like and during my audition process, they didn't know that I was gay because that's not something that I like. Out. Like, I, I don't know, like, it's not on my Instagram or anything, really, besides my pictures of my girlfriend. And during one of my interviews, I said something, they were like, are you in a relationship? And I was like, yeah, I've been with my girlfriend. And they were like, girlfriend? They were stoked. They literally were like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. So, okay. So you have gotten the call to go do the circle. You start preparing for it. Was there any, like immediate response that you had that was like this is how i want to do it this is what my strategy is going to be or is that something that came when you got there i'm gonna start with daniel i feel like it changes for everybody because originally like when i applied for the show i applied to be my best friend ali who is conveniently apartment i'm in right now um and then they wanted me to be myself and they're like okay like yeah be yourself what strategy would you use and so you have like a general flow of how you want to play the game of like, I think like a core thing. And then there's just miniature little things on how you'll talk to people that will change throughout the game. Uh, like I said, I didn't know I was going to be like best friends with Roxana. Like I was not in the game for like besties or like for blah, blah. I was like, bitch, let's get the coin. Let's get the bag and let's go. Um, and so then like, as you play the game, you just start adapting and start loving people. So like, I feel like that's how my strategy changed a little bit. Like I knew I wanted to play innocent little me has no idea about what I'm doing, which like worked, but then there's also other conversations that it was a little bit different. So I feel like, I feel like that's how it changed for me. So Sophia and Matt, how did you two decide to catfish? Did you also apply as catfishes? Cat, yeah, catfishes, is that the plural? Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Catfishes. I know fish is one of those words. It's like, how do I say it in plural? You're like fish eye. Like it gets to the point where it's so wrong. Um, so I uh, I did apply as a catfish. I applied as my sister Isabella, um, but the 
only thing that changed for me was I wanted to use that she is a single mother. She's not a single mother. She's happily married, but she has a beautiful daughter. My niece is gorgeous. So I wanted to use, take that and go in as a single mom and be like, I need money for my baby. But um, <laughs> they didn't want that. They said, cut the kid. That's a little too far. <laughs> so they were like, we're going to cut the kid and you just keep being like hot sister. And I was like, okay. So that's the only thing that changed, <laughs> changed for me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, when I when I went in for the, the the first video interview, she had she had mentioned to me. She said, "Okay, um, you're not familiar. Watch the show and come up with the, what they emphasized the most was be as authentic as yourself on your interview, but also come in with strategy. Yes, you better know your strategy in and out. Mm -hmm. So." I wanted to stand out, but I also wanted a good strategy. So I'm like, what's better than a gay playing his lesbian best friend? So I mean, that was just when I thought about it, I'm like, there's no going back. That turns straight <laughs> on the show. We love to see yeah. it. There's no going back. So then you're on the show and you're playing the show. Was there any and you're locked in these apartments? I know that they let you to the rooftop and you get to go to the gym and there are other rooms you can go into. But you're in this apartment for X amount of time. Is there anything from your daily lives that you stopped doing because there were cameras or whatever it was that you when you got out, you were like, oh, fuck, I can like do this again. <laughs> I mean, the, the uh, personally, for me, there was that first five minutes where you're outside the door and they're hyping you up. Like, yeah. give us everything you got personality. I'm like, All right, I get it like enough. Like, let me just get it. Let me just do it myself. I got this. I got this. Um, and you go in and you're like, there's cameras everywhere. But, and I think, I, I think Sophia and Daniel are similar. You kind of forget that the cameras are there. So I, watching back, I think one of the things I was worried about is I hope I didn't come off inauthentic. I felt like I was myself and watching back, I'm like, wow, I really was comfortable and I was myself. But what you do miss out on is the social aspect of seeing friends, um, being able to request a glass of rosé, Get in, get it if you wanted it. Requested every day. They said grocery <laughs> list. I said um, rosé for baby, and they said can't have it. <laughs> they said absolutely not. Yeah, for me it was like I before the show worked so much. Like I just moved back home. And um, I didn't think I was going on the show because I applied. We didn't know there was a season three. And so I applied for season two and they told me if I got on, I would fly out on a certain day. And the date was like coming in like three days. So I was like, well, didn't get it on there. Like not this time. And uh, I'd been working like 40 hour plus weeks. So for me, it was like that transition from like work, 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 work to nothing. And also like being in school and working and then just like going and just like, having this game and like, I didn't know what to do with myself because I never have time to sit. I, it's not something I've been like, I just have never been that good. Like even during quarantine, I was like finding things to do 24 seven. So being stuck in an apartment where you don't have any of your stuff, like nothing is mine in there. You have like a coloring book. It's like, it was so, it was such an adjust adjustment for me. It was, it was so crazy to kind of like, just sit in my thoughts. It's so funny you say that, though, because I view myself as, like, an extrovert introvert. So, for me, like, I knew the cameras were there. I just didn't give, like, I didn't care. I was like, baby, we going to do what we got to do. Like, whatever. <laughs> like, we going to roll up in a rug. We roll up in the rug. Like, <laughs> it just, it is what it is. Like, I see them following me, and I'm like, hey, king, And I'm just, you know, doing my own little thing. <laughs> but for me, some people had really hard experiences in there. But I was like, bitch, that was a vacation. I said it in my audition video. I said, you about to put me up in a room? and film me and feed me, I was like, turn it up. So for me, I was literally like, this is vacation. I was reading Twilight. I was like, oh, 
imagine being Bella. Like, it was just amazing. Oh, you I was, went Twilight? I requested Fifty Shades of Grey after I finished Twilight, but I never ended up, like, finishing Twilight. But I was invested. I was doing my little Sudoku, and then they're like, we have to play a game. I'm like, let me finish this chapter. I had Count Dracula. Wow. Dracula. That's the book I had. I was literally, like... You tried to force myself to read Dracula, and I was like, I don't want. No, I brought the Twilight in Twilight, and I was like, Come on, girls! Oh my gosh! What is with you guys and the vampires? Where did I miss out on? <laughs> are you not a Are you not a sucker for a vampire? Because I am. I mean, a sucker, a sucker. A sucker. For a vampire? I'm more of a, I'm more of a werewolf guy, but you know, I go, I go. Yeah, I know you are. Love the pretty boys. I love that though, because there's there's a season of the Circle UK where one of the contestants brings in all of the Harry Potter books, and you can see how much time is passing by like where she is in each <laughs> one. Um, but okay, so then the season happens. Uh, Matt, you said that you've watched it back. Have Have you all watched it back? Yeah. Yes. Is there anything that when you were watching it back, you found out or realized that while playing the game, you didn't see was happening? If that makes sense, like we get to see everybody reunite in oh. the finale and it's really exciting. But I feel like then after watching it back, you must be like, oh, that's what they were saying or that's what was going on. Yeah, I feel like for me, I was shocked a lot about like how Kay really was like coming for me at the beginning for like no reason. And like even then, like she was just like, you know, it was the game. It was just she was like a lot of things were going on in my head. And even she knows she's like, why was I like so gonna go because I'm like. This girl, like, we was having one-on-one strats, like, we was talking, and this girl out here coming for throats, and I'm, she's like, Daniel needed to give me more. I called her ass up. I said, I didn't have to give you anything. I said, sit down. But I love her. No, but I feel like looking back at that, I was like, bitch, chill out. Like, I'm just this 20-year-old twig, like, playing this game, and she's like, arr, arr, arr. So, uh, her review of you was the best thing I've ever. Her review of me was literally we still know she didn't even know you could bold and underline. I'm sitting there, I'm like, bitch, give me the two out of five stars. <laughs> but we bolded and underlined that like this is a word. I could not. I was like, that. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think for me, my answer to that question was honestly like Nick because I feel like when I was like in the circle, I. <laughs> Me and Matt were running our alliance. I was like, it is me and Ashley running this thing. Like, we're making no. all the moves. And then watching it back, I was so impressed with Nick because the whole time in the circle, I was like, this dumb boy. He's just a dumb boy. And then killing it. He it was killing it. He was absolutely killing it. And I had no idea. And I just thought it was like me and Matt calling the shots, running the show. When realistically, he was playing such an amazing game. And I had no idea. Like, in there, did not think that at all. Did you know that about once, I'd say a week, somebody hits me up on social media asking for the Leah Michelle oh, Lord. can't read video? I thought we weren't going to talk about it. <laughs> We're not. But you know what? They can all find us on social media at one more thing. <laughs> a, because I was taken. And you can give us... Your thoughts on episodes. If we moved you, message us. If you want to see behind the scenes content and sneak peeks at future episodes, or you want to see our faces behind these voices. Yeah, we're hot. Go ahead and follow us. Give us a shout out. Share the episode. Yeah, if you would post like. about us. Yeah, if you're really feeling this episode, share it. Tell Just get your little fingers on your little keyboard and type. <laughs> I love one more thing. 
And we will see you online. Yeah, we will. So we were talking a bit before the microphones went on about how the three of you are like a little trio who are like besties. Is there anyone else from the season that you really keep in touch with? Or is it just sort of like everyone follows each other on Instagram and DMs sometimes? Or is it, are there people who are you like, this is my best friend? Yo, no, no tea, no shade. Love season one, love season two. Our season in terms of our connection, we hit different. And I mean, we've talked to people from season one and season two, and they're friends, but we, um, even the day after when we, we stopped filming, we had like 10 minutes at finale where they're like, all right, show's over. Your flights are in three hours. Don't exchange numbers. I'm like, okay, exchanging numbers. The next day, we're just, we're roasting each other on audio. Like Danny's already calling me a bitch. Ruxana's already saying I need to get the hell out of her face. So like, we have this very distinct sibling kind of roasty relationship that, I, I mean, I think I speak for all of us when I say every relationship that I have with people individually is very special and unique. But then also as a family, I have never felt so comfortable being completely myself and doing all my weird voices and you know what I mean? You guys know. You guys. Yes, yes. We're literally, no. we're family. It's disgusting. It's like the things we say to each other like are things where it's like you might tell your friend that you've known for 18 years, but it's like, oh, I've known you for what? Well, we, I'm literally like, let me tell you everything I got going for you. So we're also, I mean, everybody, I feel like everybody's like so close with each other, but like there's certain pockets. Like I'm like Rachel's my girl. Like I love Roxana, like all that. Like we just all have, like we're all a family, but we also all are like really close with like each kind of person as well. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I would say like, like kind of what Matt was saying, like my relationship with everyone is so different, but so special. And like my love is like, like for instance, like I talk to Kay, like me and her catch up like once a week, maybe like once every two weeks. But when we do, it's like, just constant like we catch up on everything and like hyping each other up and just like nothing but love like she'll call me and pray with me like just like stuff like that but like James I probably talk to every day and like it's like every relationship I have is so special and it's family is just the best way to put Nick, it like I know this people would kill for me Nick just texted me and said so are we going to the gay bars or not <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, thought yes. You I thought you don't want your ass smacked <laughs> Oh my God. Father Nicholas. (laughs) I mean, that goes in tandem with what I was about to say. Like it really, you're the relationship with everybody in your season really translates even before you got to meet each other. Jay was texting me while we, while they were watching it and was like, oh my gosh, I like, I would die for Daniel. And I was like, yes, like me, same. (laughs) And like, what do you think about Sophia? And we were like, oh my God, Sophia, she's amazing. And then I was like, I need to go drink with Matt. And Jay was like, yes, like these are my favorite people. And it like really made the season so exciting. And I know that that's weird coming from somebody that you do not know, but (laughs) now that it really showed and it made the season stand out a lot. We're gonna kind of shift gears into talking more about reality TV in general. I know that you mentioned Survivor. And so I just wanna ask a quick question. I've never seen Survivor uh, and all of my coworkers are obsessed with it. And so my first question, this is fully not in the plan, is if I were to start watching, what season would I start with? <laughs> oh, I mean, there's what? They're on their 41st season right now. So uh, you can't go, you honestly can't go wrong. I would say like, you start like with a like good like middle. I mean, go from like 20, I don't know. I feel like each season is so unique and different. Like I don't wanna, I would say heroes versus villains, but that might spoil some things. Yeah. For you. That's the, that's what I was going to say is it's a little difficult because 
like so many seasons bring back returning players and winning players so it's so hard like in my head i'm like oh these seasons are really good but i'm like it could spoil other seasons um i i'm like such a survivor fan i'm like starting number one <laughs> but i know that's like a stretch because it's like year 2000 and like it's like the worst quality ever but it is it's so good hmm. you can't go that. wrong like heroes Heroes versus villains, I feel like it was back in like 2010, maybe 2000, like eight or nine. That's if you don't care. That's if you don't care about thrillers, about whatever. But yeah, like I'm same with Sophia. I watched Big Brother, Survivor, Amazing Race, you name it. I've watched it. I love reality television. Are there, do all of you have favorite reality TV shows? Oh yeah, mine's Big Brother. It's literally my pop socket. Are you like yeah. a... <laughs> Are you like a Big Brother fan that watches like the extra content on the? Side oh, you mean as well? the live feeds? Yeah. Oh, I literally watched the live feeds for like twelve hours. Like, I'm all <laughs> like, like, listen, they wake up, and I—that's when I wake up, and then they go to bed, and that's when I go to bed, and I'm just like. <laughs> I'm literally living through it. Daniel almost didn't go on the circle because he wants to go on Big Brother so bad that he yeah. was like, this is going to ruin my chance. For six months, I wasn't going to, I like was going to go through the process and I told all my friends, I was telling family, I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing it, like whatever. And then a day before my final audition, I texted my brother and I still have the text and I said, I guess I'll do the show like if I get on. <laughs> like, who am I though? I'm this 20 year old tweet that's like, I guess if I get asked to do a worldwide reality television show, I'll go on like, what? Like, goodbye. Like, sit down, Daniel. I can't. I would love that though if Big Brother was like, and then we're bringing in the circles, Daniel, and then you're like, oh, I'm hey. gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Trust me. Like, it's happening. Like, come hell or high water, like I will shot my leg off for a down. I had a nightmare last night that we had, I was literally in a nightmare dreaming that it was Circle Cast and the most recent Big Brother cast in the Squid Games. And we did Squid Game challenges and it was us versus them and I didn't know it was that. And then we're on this boat and, you know, I'm not going to get into details, but who it was won? terrifying. But who won? Did you die? No, we won. Oh. Like, <laughs> we won. Rainbow Road takes the cake. <laughs> when you went on to the circle, uh, obviously we have the gays from season three here. Um, was representation ever something that crossed your mind before you got there or while you were there? Yes. For me, 100%. Um, part of my representation was um, I, I identify as, as a Christian and a lot of my time growing up as a gay man, I been told by my own community you can't love god you can't love god and be gay you can't be spiritual and be gay so a big part for me was showing that you know you can be open about your spirituality and open about your faith and be gay it does it's it, you can have both so that for me was the most important um representation for for me getting on the show same for uh for me uh, what a lot of people don't know is i actually like came out to the world like on the show by just being myself so for me i said it i think it was like what episode four i was having a conversation with rickson and calvin and they're like oh who would you kiss and i was like oh like i would kiss like jackson and i was like and i said i was like you know i just like don't understand why like people in the community feel pressure to come out i was like just be yourself date who you want to date kiss who you want to kiss and it's like do it however you want i'm not saying there's a right i'm not saying there's a wrong i'm just saying be who you want to be and just like vibe and so like it was amazing to see the support and love like the fans were giving where they're like i've been preaching this or like you know my little brother just came out and like this helped me like really see that like you guys are just normal people and living your life so that was really big for me was just like being myself not having to like 
do this, that, the other thing, and just like be Daniel. So like that was so important. And same thing with being a Christian. Like you can do whatever you want to be. You want to be a Christian and be gay? Iconic. Honey, honey. Iconic. I knew you were gay yeah. when you called yourself that bitch the first 10 days. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, I tried my best. Again, I was just being myself, Maddie boy. Um, <laughs> I think something that was also really cool for the three of us that we all kind of connected with after was like, we, none of us like really like went into this being like, oh, like we're the token gays or like yep. we are yep. like that stereotype that's like typical like usually when it comes to reality TV there's like a certain stereotype that gets cast and so I think all of us too afterwards it was like we got asked to do stuff for the most page which is like Netflix's queer page and stuff like that and we were like this is so crazy because like we never thought of ourselves as like queer icons like quote unquote but that, that was like such a role that was like amazing to too because it was like not something that I ever really like identified as like a huge part of my personality or anything like that but to have like I mean I know for my like self I grew up in a small town in Alabama so I never realized like that being gay was something that was an option for me because I didn't identify with like really like a more masculine side of myself I was very feminine so I was like that was what was engraved in my head so if I, there was more feminine representation I think it would have been kind of easier for me to come out. So to have people in my DM saying like, oh my gosh, I'm like you, like, you you know, I identify yeah. like you. Yeah. It was so wonderful. And the three of us too, like we always kind of talked about like not thinking of ourselves as that yeah. queer representation, but now that we are, it's like how, what a blessing and like what an amazing thing to be. Yes. Yeah. So speaking of people in your DMs, there are a lot of people who go on reality shows like Drag Race and we are members of Bachelor Nation um, oh. and a lot of Oh, oh, thank God. God. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Finally, we feel safe. Um, <laughs> but a lot of people who go on reality shows get a lot of hate on Instagram and Twitter and like on social media in their DMs. Is that something you've experienced or has it been pretty like smooth sailing? Um, I'll say this really quickly. For me, I was very fortunate um, and I was like lucky. I really feel like I've only had like three bad DMs. And it's funny because how I respond to them is I just make them think that like I'm sending like a mass message to everyone and I'm like thank you so much for the love like just trying to get back to like everybody as soon as I can like you were just so sweet for all the love and support like thank you just I for that. I and every time I send it silence they say nothing and it's only, been, like, it's only been three people um so I've been very fortunate um but I also know it's been a different story but I've also prepared for it like I've loved reality tv since I was a kid so mentally I came in being like whatever happens, happens, like you've prepared for this for years, 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 but I was fortunate. I will pass the torch off to the less fortunate. The less oh my gosh. <laughs> there, there First of all, where me and Sophia were calling each other, you know, every day crying. And, um, you know, I don't know if you, you guys watching the show and then saw on Twitter, you know, obviously when the alliances split up, um, there was um, an assumed racial issue, right? So social oh. media, was like, man, Sophia, a racist. And I think it's, we, Sophia and I tried to navigate that. And it's given the culture of today's, given the status of today's world, it's so important that that conversation stays relevant. Not that we're racist, but that racism is real yes. and it needs to be taken down. So there was so many conversations where me and Sophia had that we're like, okay, we're, we're the punching bags of people's anger right now. So we, we try to use that to be like, yo, we agree with you. We agree that it's an issue, but don't assume that based on a game, 
someone, someone's racist. And that was super, super difficult that week. Thank God I had Sophia. Um, but it was a very hard emotional week for, I think for both of us. <clears throat> yeah. I got to the point where I entirely deleted my Twitter. Like it still exists, but I haven't been back on the app since before the show. Um, it was, it was pretty bad, but like, like you was saying, it's a, it's a topic that is so real and it's not something to like joke around about. And so I, I'm so passionate about the topic too. And like black lives matter, I, I practice and preach it constantly. So it's like, it, it was so difficult to try and navigate that situation, but you know, we, we had each other and that was like all that we could do. And it's just like you said, like Daniel was saying, you try to prepare yourself for it. And you think that you, you think that you did like they, you know, Netflix tries and helps us beforehand. Like, Hey, the hate is real. Are you good? Like you got this. And I'm like, yeah, I got this. And then it's hundreds of hundreds of DMS. Like it got to the point where I didn't have any good DMS and I didn't have any good comments. I had to turn off my comments on my pictures because like I was getting just so much hate, like only hate. And so you think you're ready for it. And I wasn't, but thankfully I had my family and like my circle family and the producers that I had um, that were like taking care of us during the whole process were amazing. And I would call her and she, you know, helped me through it all. So after like the first like two weeks, I was totally good with it. And I just learned how to just shut it off, cut off social media, not give into it. Just make sure like I honestly, it was such a blessing. I the first week whenever I first started getting all of the hay, I was like, going to the mountains and a getaway with my best friends for her wedding and I was like how perfect so I just like went and did this whole retreat where I threw my phone in a river pretty much and just was like no more so it's really difficult you try to prepare yourself for it but the, the internet is it's brutal it's absolutely brutal I guess on the f first of all I'm so sorry that both of you went through that I to be totally transparent, I had no idea that that happened while the show was airing. I guess on the flip side, you mentioned good DMs. Reality TV show can also create really big, loving communities. Is that something that any of you experienced after the show? Oh yeah, I feel like we all, especially like uh, what we preach and like what we're about, like a lot of people like thanked us for just being who we are um, because it like, I got to bring representation. I said, it's a big part of why I wanted to go on. It's like, you don't see a lot of people who look like me on reality television. You know, with Big Brother, you have to be 21, but even if you're 21, you probably look like 30. And same thing with Survivor as well. Like you can be 18 and be on it, but like they never really cast young looking people. So I wanted to go out and show people, you don't have to have this huge muscle mass. You don't have to be the most stunning person in the room. You just have to be yourself and like be you and outgoing and whatever. And you can get on reality TV, which a lot of people were so thankful and just like, hey, like, thank you for representing me. And I felt like I could connect to you and, and you showed me like I can like go after what I love because like they knew this was a big dream of mine. And so like to give inspiration to others with, with that being finding themselves, finding what they want to do in the future is just like something like I couldn't even have pictured being like so amazing and beautiful coming out from this experience. It was phenomenal. There was um, one of the games where they asked us, what do you guys want to do with the money? And before I even thought about opening a gym, what was something I've always wanted to do as well as an occupational therapist. Uh, my background is in sensory processing disorder, so kids with autism, working on helping them process their, their, their sensory um, skills. And I mentioned wanting to open up um, a sensory processing facility, sensory for, facility for sensory processing disorder. And I, had, I hadn't even realized uh, until after the fact that so many parents of kids with SPD and even adults with SPD we're coming into my DMs and now I'm, I'd say like 
a good 40% of my DMs were like, thank you for bringing awareness to SPD. And that wasn't even, like, I didn't even realize I did that. And that has been so rewarding. And I'm so humbled and honored to, to be able to hear that from people all, all over the world. I love that we kind of get both of the sides of the spectrum in this with it being social media being such a terrible thing and also like bringing a lot of people together to bring this a little uh, back to the circle and uh, lighten the mood a little bit. When you were filming, is there or sorry, when you were watching the show back, is there anything that you wish would have been shown that was something that was your favorite time that that happened? Yes. Oh, no, you all have <laughs> You're all ready to go. <laughs> Can we say it on? Can we say it on three? Can we say the two words? We know. I know what it is. Sophia, I will hang up on you right now if you don't know what we're gonna say. Name. Hey, okay. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess. <laughs> okay. One, two, three. Rainbow Road. Rainbow Road. Road. <laughs> okay. What is I Rainbow really Road? I scared you guys were gonna say the cake. I thought you guys were gonna say the cake, oh. and I was like, no. The cake. <laughs> no. I do wish, so. Sophia, take it. Explain Rainbow Road to... Okay, so Rainbow Road was something... It was an, it was an alliance we had created, the three of us, while on the show, and they didn't air it. So after we, me and Matt, had blocked Calvin, we were like... Well, during the process, when we were talking about Daniel, we were like, Daniel, we both really like Daniel. We should get Daniel in with us. Like, that is somebody we should pull over to our side. And so after we did the blocking and everything... Me and Matt started a chat. We were chatting about it. We were like, okay, let's get Daniel in. We pulled Daniel into the group chat and we were like, hey, you good? Like, you want friends? Like, we love gay people. And so we started this alliance called hashtag Rainbow Road. But it was really funny because like, here I am like gay in my bedroom, but like me and Matt's conversation where we had our coming out stories, it was like, I'm an ally. And I like <laughs> talked about my gay sister and I was like, ah allies of rock and so we, we started at all chat and daniel was so confused because he was like rainbow road is isabella gay no i was i was so confused i was like is she bi like she's flirting with nick like and again there's just there was uh, so many things where i was like this is a little fishy and then miss ashley started changing her attitude but i still was like i'll be in alliance with y'all i was like no yeah. fishy. Yeah, but daniel was like, comes in and daniel goes I have no friends. Please hold me. So we're like, oh, me, me. I have no friends. Please help me. Me in an alliance with everybody in the game being like. <laughs> that makes so much sense because I remember there was a part where Daniel, you're like, uh, when you find out that Isabella and Nick are flirting, you're like, wait, but I thought that Isabella was gay. And I remember oh. watching it being like, wait, what? Is it, is Isabella not oh. playing as gay? No, that, was, that was Ashley when he was like, it was at the beginning when he oh my was gosh. like, oh, Ashley. Yeah, he was like, oh, I'm really, I'm in love with Ashley. And I said, cut the cameras. I said, bitch. I said, bring her bio back up. I was like, I'm not <laughs> I had it in my notebook where it was like, Ashley gay. And, like, <laughs> and my producer literally was like, Daniel, like, don't you want to tell him? Like, don't you want to warn him? I said, no, let him embarrass himself on worldwide television. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Nikki, go get at this Ashley. Come on, go get her. <laughs> I'm dead. They didn't air like any of our chats, Daniel. I was just thinking about that. Well, like, had, like, you and I had four chats and I think they aired one of them. Which one? The one where we were cooking with Roxana. That was it. That wasn't even Oh, a yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's also what people don't know. There's so many chats that people don't get to see. Like, you have to think, each of us get between one to two chats a day. Oh, wow. So it's like, let's say we each get two chats a day. That's like 16 total chats, like, just throughout, like, the universe. 
Um, and so some of them are just not important for storylines. Some are. Um, and so it's just kind of like what they, you know, want to see. And that's why it's hard when people like when fans are like, well, why didn't you do this? And why didn't you do that? And you're like, well, you didn't understand. Like I had three to four conversations with that's Sophia. I have trust with her, but you don't see that because like it just wasn't in the edit. So and I think that's what's really annoying is like people want to think they know everything that goes on and how it works. And it's like, baby, play this game, then give me let it air, then give me a call and then let me know. It's so hard, like in the beginning when there's a Facebook group and I'm reading the comments, I'm like, aha, and then I see a comment like, how did Ashley get to the end? Like her, her, uh, she had no strategy. And it's like, you want to comment like, oh, all right, Alex from, from Arizona, let's <laughs> chat. Yeah. sweetheart. But I do that yeah. often when people post stuff like that, I'll DM them and say, hey, you want to talk about it? Let's talk about it. And then they're silent. <laughs> Gosh. And then they're silent because they're like, ooh. <laughs> Have you ever heard a podcast that you loved? Hmm. Just like name one that you love. Oh, um, my dad wrote a porno. No, you're supposed to say us. Oh, <laughs> oh, the one that comes to mind would be One More Thing with Jay and Robert. It's so great, right? It's my fave. Yeah, me too. And I was wondering, hmm, thinking, how can I give them some money? And I looked it up. And the answer is that I can become a patron at patreon.com slash one more thing at the $1 level or the $5 level. And there are different perks for each level. And you'll just have to sign up to see what they are. And I can also PayPal them a one-time donation at number one more thing podcast at gmail.com on PayPal. Wow, I have to run and go do that. You know what? The phone that I'm listening to this podcast on, I'm just going to do all of those things. Perfect. In a row. Perfect. And then I'm going to keep listening to this brand new episode brought to you by One More Thing. (laughs) Our time is coming to an end. So we are going to do, at the end of every episode, we play a game. This time, so... Okay, so we play a game. It's never a game. It's never a game. It's always just another question. (laughs) Well, sometimes it is a game. Every once in a while, but today it's a question. Yes. So if you were to play, if you were to go back and do another season of The Circle, but this time everybody had to play a secret like celebrity, who would you pick to catfish as? What is such a good question? Because like, okay, I need to think about this. (laughs) Okay. I've got mine. Oh, great. Paul McCartney. <laughs> Paul McCartney for sure. Because oh, wait, why? <laughs> listen, listen. Did you say, listen, isn't he dead? Abs- no, what? He's dead. Isn't Paul McCartney dead? No, he's alive. He didn't know what Titanic was, so shush. <laughs> I, literally, I literally have a Beatles poster on my wall. Listen, so I know enough about him. I love the Beatles. He's an absolute legend, icon. People would respect him too much to hurt him. Too much. They'd be like, this is Paul McCartney. One, he's really old and fragile. Protect him at all costs. We need him around as long as we can have mm. him. So people would respect him. They wouldn't ask him questions. He doesn't have to be good at talking emojis and stuff because he's old. I could literally just be like... Good morning, loves. And everybody would be like, <laughs> everybody would love it. Like, love it. So that's why I would go into Paul McCartney. Minimal effort, an absolute, like, legend. So that's pretty good. That's a really good answer. Thank you. I, like, I, could I, you imagine sending home Paul McCartney? Absolutely. <laughs> I would, because I'd be like, aren't you dead? 
I would go in as Jojo Jojo Siwa. Matthew, I was just gonna say that you bitch. I was literally gonna say Jojo Siwa. Are you shocked? Are you surprised? You That's stupid ass. so good. I raise you one. I raise you one, Jojo. Just oh, you and me. It's too late. Whoa. <laughs> so are you so wait, Matt? Are you saying Jojo Siwa? Because now I have to change my answer. I would say Jojo Siwa because um if I had to go back, I'd go back in as myself. But if I had to go in as a celebrity, um, I need to go in as a celebrity where my craziness and boldness and loudness mm-hmm. wouldn't doesn't have to be withheld. So if I go in as Jojo Siwa, I can just continue to to be that person. I don't think anyone would even Why are you that. like kind of Jojo Siwa? Like now I'm like seeing way too much of her yeah. violence. I'm like, you are Jojo Siwa. Until I go blonde again. Oh my god, look at my hair. <laughs> I literally can't because no, because I was gonna say that Jojo, she's a kid, so I feel like people don't find her threatening, but she has like a big fun personality, like people believe. Um I, I don't know really any celebrities, so I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm thinking of Dancing with the Stars in my head because I love Dancing with the Stars. Um, I, I want to do a gymnast, so I think I would say like Suni Lee. I feel like I love Suni Lee, like why? <laughs> I feel like Suni Lee, like, listen, listen, hear me out. Because I feel like Miss Suni, I feel like Miss Suni, I feel like she would just be like a vibe, like she's quiet and like, she tries hard, I'd be like, Sorry guys, I'm just doing my stretches. Like I'm training for the Olympics, and like they're like, "Oh no, don't worry, babes." And I would learn. I listen. I watched your mastics TV show, so I would just take a bunch of notes. I'd be like, "Oh, when I did a triple backflip forward." So, Miss Suni, if you're watching this podcast, baby, it's you. Oh my god, I'm crying. You're Why like, I've seen stick it. I want you to ditch your college career. And just go into gymnastics. It's the <laughs> fact that you thought one, Paul McCartney was dead, and two, you had to think about the Dancing with the Stars cast to find a celebrity. <laughs> yeah. They're both That's... listen. Jojo Siwa and Suni Lee are both on this season of Dancing with the Stars. I know. I've been watching it. <laughs> you know what? I cry every episode. Don't even get I cry every episode. What? You see Daniel's stories. He's literally in tears every episode with Dancing with the Stars. I'm like, oh. I am too. I just don't put it on my story. No, I cry every day because I know every time I post, I'm like crying over Dancing with the Stars. And like some people don't believe me until they see me going. (laughs) It's just the dance. Savannah, my girlfriend literally had to delay her Twitch stream the other day by like an hour because we were sobbing watching one of the dances. Uh, What's her face? When she. She danced to her dead husband's song. Like, that's Yeah. What? Yeah, she did, and it was emotional. I'll cry right now thinking about it. It was so beautiful. It was really beautiful. (laughs) Amanda Clutes. It was so beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Never seen it. Never seen it. Oh, my God, I sobbed. Savannah literally had to, like, delay her twitch. (laughs) 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 Okay, so before we go, I know Jay and I would be mad if we didn't ask this. So what is, what are the, what are, what is everybody feeling about The Bachelorette? Uh, and, yeah, and Bachelor Nation right now. Okay, let me tell you, I'm, I'm like, I'm honestly so slow on this past season, but like from when I haven't fully caught up, from what I've seen and what I've heard, people are like, it's boring, it's not giving what needs to be gave. Like, here's the thing, I just love a good attractive man, and like this season, just all of them seem to be the villains, but I'm still like rooting for them because I'm like, you're hot. So, I don't know. I'm just like depressed. I'm like, guys, keep the hot ones in, even if they're not good for you. Like, you're not going to end up <laughs> with a guy anyway. So, I'm kind of just like broken. Like, the guy with the ice cream truck at the beginning who had like the full blown notes, I loved him. I was like, <laughs> 
I was like, get into it. But then he <laughs> booted, and I was like, this shit sucks. So that's my opinion. <laughs> I haven't watched any of the new season. Literally zero. And I'm like, it's pissing me off. I'm getting angry. I have no time. And I've been watching the Dancing with the Stars whenever I do have time. Uh, so I'm about to binge this next week. Like, did we hear off. about Tasha and Adam? Oh, Zach. my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, who's Adam? Adam? Who's Adam? Is it Adam? Is it Zach? It's Zach. <laughs> her husband, her fiance. That's Zach. Who the fuck uh, is Adam? I don't know. Uh, I think Matt said Adam earlier. Adam, was the, Adam is the guy he met up with this morning. No, you're just. <laughs> it was at the Hard Rock Hotel. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> the Hard Rock. Hard Rock Hotel. I will never forget the first week of me and Danny hanging out and literally I forget that I'm ten years out of the closet, ten years more gay than he is. And by the end of the week, he's like, I don't want to be gay. <laughs> I don't. Literally, I, guys, I hung out with Matt once, and he was explaining to me, like, gayness and, you know, the, the life of being gay. And I was like, and I literally was like, I can't do this. <laughs> all okay. I have to say is it involved a chocolate lava cake, and that's all you need to know. Oh, my and gosh. It, I'm scarred. Okay, so then to ask a question that Jay wanted to ask earlier, and I was like, I don't know, we'll see if it comes up. So this so this is slightly personal. Do not be afraid to say, no, I will not answer this. But you brought it up on the circle. So have you been kissed yet? I have been kissed. Yay! Yes. Wait, can I say this? It's really funny because I hated Nick on the show. My first kiss was with a psycho named Nick. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> really hot. He was like a sharpshooter in the army. Like, he'll probably kill me if he like guys he like watches me like he has tabs on me um he was like a volunteer firefighter but he was a douchebag but he was hot so i stand by it at daniel least you went, went in daniel daniel went from never being kissed to having a google box organized by last name <laughs> I oh i love it i have a notes of literally like i have a folder in my phone of everybody i've hooked up with i'm still a virgin um and it's to all the boys and it's a screenshot of all their faces and then i have my kiss list Please hold my kiss list. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love oh this. You wasted no time. <laughs> oh, I love it. It is. They all have little names, so it's you like are Nick. Such a Virgo. Wait, say, <laughs> no, wait let me just, listen. You let me just read you some of the names. Virgo. Wait, before we end this, let me read you. I have their name, and then like how I can identify them as. So it's like Nick, Psycho. One guy's flat Stanley. Another guy's big lips. One guy is smelly ass. Other guy is. <laughs> one is braces. One is white. One is white. This is my wife. One is coke. That was funny. Um, <laughs> what is, is tongue piercing? What is works for TikTok and NYC? Oh, I know that one. This one's Sweden bathtub. Another one's taint. Another one's Mormon. Another one is say you love me. That was which funny. One, which one is Magic Kingdom bathroom? Oh, you mean Sweden bathroom? He was oh, my gosh. oh my God. <laughs> I am adding the drag name Taint Mormon to my list. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, wait, listen, I need to say it. The, no, the Taint guy and the Mormon guy are two different people. I just want to clear the <laughs> Oh, God. I know. Go, 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 I really go, go, go. like Taint Mormon. For everybody listening, for everybody listening. <laughs> okay, first of all, if any of you end up in NYC, we owe you a drink. Thank you so much for coming on yes. to the show. How can everybody find you on the social media? On Online, Matt Papadia, same P-A-P-B-A-D-I-A, Matt, two T's. 
Matching teams. Matt also did not know his last name. Sorry, we checked into a hotel one time. He's like, Papa D. I'm like, who's Papa D? <laughs> I was like, Papadia, man. I took, an edi- I took an edible and I had no idea. It was da- me and Danny were meeting for the first time and I forgot that he's like 6'4 and he's like 19. Like, I thought he'd be this little Wait, baby thing. Wait, what? you're 6'4? No, I'm six foot tall and 21 years old. Thank you, Matthew. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, Whoa. when he came into my room, I was scared. When he came around that corner, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> oh my I gosh. I did not expect that at all. I literally, I think that was one of the first things I said. I like got up and I was like, you are so tall. Yeah. I was expecting yeah. you to be like 5'8". Me too. Me too. No, Me too. Absolutely massive. Oh my gosh. Sophia, where can they find you? Sorry, I cut you off. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, <laughs> my Instagram is at Sophia Lane and all of my other links are in my bio too. I won't go through the list, but, and I'm just starting a YouTube channel. I um, should be posting a video soon with some circle Q and A's. So go subscribe because Ooh. I want to be a YouTuber. Oh my God, <laughs> yes. For me, literally Daniel underscore Cusimano. And then like on, it's my link, like go to the link tree. It'll tell you the Snapchat. Daniel underscore Cusimano, Daniel Cusimano, whatever. It's Where's there. Grinder um is hit me up H M U. It's a it's a shirtless photo of me with a shirt. It's me shirtless with a cross on. So if you see that, that is indeed me. Um, I will pull up the profile if you would like me to. Please hold. It'll be very quick. Let me. We've got time. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. They literally for like an hour ago we're like, we gotta wrap it up and we're like so grindy. <laughs> As you can see, it's hit me up and it's this shirtless photo of me. I'll zoom in I took this at Rachel's place. Please hold. Hit me up 21. It's literally hit me up. Guys, by the way, can I add into this thing? I literally had to ask Matthew. I'm like, why is there candy in people's profiles? Like, are they hungry for candy? Like, I'm confused. It is not candy. It is indeed drugs. Anyways. (laughs) Word to the wise. Oh my gosh. <laughs> also T. I was also confused why everybody would like capitalize like the T and I was like, why I'm confused. Like what it what like do you not know how to spell? Anyways, the more you know. Honestly the podcast of like like fresh baby gay Daniel like teaching. I'm obsessed. Uh, please come back whenever we will open door. Like we would love to awesome. keep talking. Thank you guys for having us. I'm Thank sure so like, this is so fun. I'm sure Jay and I are about to hit you up on Instagram anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But thank you. Have a nice rest of your day. Daniel, enjoy the wedding. And uh, we will see you. We'll see you on Instagram. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. It was so thank much fun. Guys. Sorry if you had to do those crazy asses. Bye. 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 One More Thing is produced by us, Jay and Robert, and also David Zimmerman. Thank you to Abby Davis for the artwork and Gotham Podcast Studios for housing our full season five. Yeah. Um, thank you, of course, of course, to our patrons over at patreon.com slash one more thing, where you can be a $1 patron or a $5 patron. $1 gets you a bonus episode every month. $5 gets you a bonus video every month. You can also PayPal us a one-time donation at number one more thing podcast at gmail.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts and give us a little rate and review while you're at it. And you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at 
one more thing with an A because I indeed was taken. That's it. Bye. Bye.